Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Book of Caleb, your favorite podcast that is independently funded by me, myself, Lauren Caleb, and my partner in crime, Mike. Uh, Okay, so now what? We're actually releasing this episode a day early just because of the relevancy of it. And I know you really want to hear what we think is up next. Enjoy. Okay, now what? Welcome. Episode 37, Book of Caleb. Literally Tyler. Okay, now what? The election is over? 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 I mean, how do you complete that sentence with a dot, 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 with a question mark, with an exclamation point? I'm not really sure right now. Um, We're looking at, what is today? November 4th, you freaking turd. Same as November 3rd, because it's basically it's been November 3rd again today is what I feel like. So I needed to bring on uh, an expert in the area of just living this life in the moment, which is pretty much all of you listening. I hope that you are living the life in the moment, just like we are experiencing in 2020. Michael, Caleb, welcome to the Book of Caleb. Well, glad to be here. I would say, is it over? Did it ever really take place? I'd say it's it's actually only just begun because um, we're getting close to what appears to Biden to have won the uh, presidency, if I'm looking at the electoral votes and where, where we stand. But um, Trump's not going down like that. Trump already said last night that he had won. Um, he's, yes. Should yeah. I provide an update here of where we're sitting at? You know, I'd said sure. it's November 4th, you freaking turd. Currently, we're, I, last time I checked before we just started this recording, 264 Biden to 214 Trump. So he, Biden has not officially gotten to that 270 mark, but he's staring it down, uh, you know, that path with six more to go. Mm-hmm. And it, in I guess I wrote down in classic predict in predictable fashion, Trump, President Trump is questioning, questioning the legitimacy of the system and suing Pennsylvania and some other states is what's going on. And I'm just like rolling my eyes. Right. Because we knew that this would happen. Like, if oh, if Biden wins and Trump's Trump's going to like contest it. Yeah, this is exactly (sighs) how I pretty much thought it would play out. I predicted by it, and late last night when I went to bed, I turned off around 11, um, it looked like Trump was going to, uh, he had the higher probability of winning. There was this probability meter, and he was at like 60% or so. So I was like, yeah, all right, Trump's going to get reelected. Didn't see that coming, but whatever. So he did it again, whatever. Um, but then I woke up this morning, and things had changed, uh, specifically Michigan and Wisconsin, which Trump was leading when I went to bed had now flipped and Biden was leading these states, two crucial swing states, which is going to be the difference um, when it's all said and done, really. So that was interesting. Obviously, uh, Trump and Trump supporters think there's monkey business going on. There may or may not be. Um, I've seen all sorts of 
you know, conspiracy theories out there, different videos on YouTube, uh, on YouTube, uh, voter fraud taking place. Um, what kind of fraud have you, what's being said? Well, just uh, something about Sharpies that were being given out to Trump supporters. So they were filling out the ballots with Sharpies. And then when they go to put in the ballot, you know, it rejects it. It doesn't <laughs> count it as a vote because they used a Sharpie. Uh, that's one, you know, kind of asinine story that that was supposedly taking place in Arizona, which I'm surprised that Arizona turned to blue. That is surprising to me. I thought that that was a pretty solid red state. Um, so, I mean, which is big that he was able to flip to Arizona. That's one of the states that he flipped. So Biden, that is. Um, but the Republicans overall in the Senate, they maintained their majority. I don't know if they picked up seats or just maintained their majority. Um, and then in the House, they picked up seats. The The majority is still going to be the Democrats, but like by a very slim margin and all the toss up, whatever House seats, they all went to Republicans way, um, which then also Republicans say, well, if does not that a little suspicious that we won, you know, because typically people just vote party lines. Right. So if the Senate and House um, People that were up for election won those. Wouldn't that also mean that those same people have voted for Trump? I, I don't know. Hmm. It's, you know, it's Trump. And I feel like a lot of Trump supporters are kind of sore losers. So he's not going to go down without a fight. Um, he's not going to concede anything, I feel like. Um, and, yeah, this may be a week or two before. I, I don't know. I think by tomorrow, Biden will definitely have 270 and be announced the winner by, I think, all the major TV networks. Um, so, but I don't, Trump's not gonna just say, okay, good job, buddy. It was a great job. And I, I wish you luck, whatever. Have a concession speech like the normal, you know, professional Loser. Th- uh, candidate always does, but that's not, that's not happening. So that, that's where we're at. All right. Well, okay. Now what then? Yeah. I don't know what, because like I'm saying, like, I don't even know if, so Biden's president, but Republicans picked up, well, they held on to the Senate and they picked up seats in the house. So they're going to be button heads left and right um is trump gonna just like you know barricade himself in there is he ever gonna actually leave the white house are his supporters gonna freak out and get their you know arms right to bear arms and start you know doing weird stuff who, who knows i don't know hopefully not but i don't know anything could happen right now do you think that there is political unrest in the country yeah there has been for a while <laughs> and americans are weird like that and does it feel like unrest at a level like you when you see coverage of political unrest in other countries and, uh, you know, images of people in the streets pissed off or something like, do you think we're at like that level in the no, United States? No. How do you think it's being portrayed internationally? How do I think it's being portrayed internationally? Well, I think that Trump's been portrayed internationally as a clown. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, internationally, you know, America's been this great nation, um, you know, the most powerful nation in the world. Um, I think with Trump being elected president, we've lost some of that luster, I feel like. Uh, It's hard for, I would think, the outside world to take us as serious if Donald Trump's our president. Um, Yeah, with, like, all the protests and that went on this this summer after George George Floyd's murder um, and all the images with that. I don't know what the outside world 
looks at do you think they look at that and think oh man america's really falling apart i don't know i think so like well i think that's like possible and what i mean by that is all it takes is like one media outlet in any country to be like there's protests all across the united states for racial injustice and inequality and then you're showing images of rioters in the street and so Mm -hmm. then you like think this like is going on in the entire country yeah, maybe. Just like how I would be influenced by that if they're saying that's happening in Italy, too. You sure. know, yeah. and you think like, oh, the whole country is. But really, it's like clips of what it happened in like a city and they have mm-hmm. coverage over it where it seems like there's a lot of people in crowded in the streets. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, here in suburbia, not middle, to say it didn't middle happen. of America, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. There's not a lot of unrest here where we live. So there was a little bit of protesting that went on there. And downtown Des Moines, when all the major cities were going through it. Um, but here, I mean, I, w- I was surprised by the amount that uh, Trump won Iowa by seven points. I think it was going to be a lot closer than that in the state of Iowa. Really? Um, I know you voted for Kanye West. And I don't you want to talk about the actual county we live in, Dallas County, if you looked up the results on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I did, because you can look up. Like, how many people have voted for a person in Dallas County? And mm-hmm. I looked it up today, 86. 86. So I'm one of 86 people in Dallas County that voted for Kanye West. Under 100. You should bring on those other 85 people one by one on the next, you know, 85 podcasts and just talk to them because they must be pretty cool people. Please come out of the woodwork because mm-hmm. I have not met anyone else who has voted and no. admitted openly yeah. that they voted for Kanye West. And if you are in Dallas County, we should have coffee. <laughs> yeah, you should. Because, <laughs> you know, we're only one of 86. I want T-shirts. You know, I want some sort of like a mug or something. I was one of 86. One of 86, yeah. And then it says ye 2024. There you go. Because hmm. that's what he like tweeted today or oh, something. Really? Well, that's good. He's going to stay at it. Good. Yeah. Like good. this is just a start. Because haven't start. there been other people that have like vote or, you know, ran for president initially? Yeah. Like Donald Trump ran for president before he ran for president and won. What are you talking about? No, he's never ran for president before. Yes, he has. No, he's he, always ta- talked about it and said, oh, I'd be a good president back in the 80s and 90s. He never, he, Donald Trump. He didn't try and run like very, very initially for no. what would it have been. No. Michael, fact check. I know that I'm right. He can, if, so if he loses this election, he can run for it again. Oh my gosh. And Gro- be- Grover Cleveland did that. I didn't even think about that. That would be hilarious. Yeah. All right, Michael. So let's get to know Joe Biden. Okay. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Is he waking up a little bit? I think so. Yeah. He's excited. First of all. Oh, and I did want to point out, you know, like, so they're still counting votes in like certain states and stuff. Oh, yeah, sure. And okay. So did you know? Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin were not allowed to count absentee ballots early, like on or until before the election day. And that was because after Republican-led state legislators opposed changing the laws to allow earlier preparations like other states. Like Florida did a good job this year, actually, because they were able to count those votes earlier and they got the results in quickly. And so, yeah, now we're all stuck waiting around for Pennsylvania and there are all these people who are like counting nonstop. And they're like, it's so ridiculous. Well, that is stupid. And very stupid. Here's what like the fail is on that, like, uh, I, I don't know, both administrations, I'd be like, yeah, start counting them early so we and like, report it. Yeah. So, like, we know. So, like, that's going to, like, influence the outturn on Election Day. Well, you shouldn't report it. No, not before Election Day. You can't start. No, yeah, that would. Why not? 
No. That would that, that like, influence, yeah. Yeah. So well, why wouldn't you want that? Because here's what, like, the feel is with, like, okay, so the Trump, you know, <clears throat> campaign, had they known, oh, yeah, we actually have to beat out X amount of absentee ballots at the very least, because most of the people, like... You don't get to know the score of the game. You don't get to know how many points the other team is going to score before you play the game. This is an event, a competition. You have to. But why? You can't give someone an advantage of the information. They should have been counting the votes and known that number before. And then when election day comes and polls close, then report that number, which I'm pretty sure that's what Florida did. Yes. No, see, I would be all for, yeah, report it in advance so that you know. And then, like, it's going to encourage more people to vote. It, it did, for sure. This the. Day of vote turnout was huge for Republicans. Without even knowing yeah. who had voted for advance, you just had known that like there were early voting they knew and there that. was absentee. But everyone voting. knew that. Everyone knew absentee and early voting was majority of Democrats. Everyone knows who who knows who knows anything about anything. So why wouldn't I want that as you know the Trump campaign to be like yeah start spewing out those numbers so like it's gonna you know like make sure the people who want Trump to win make sure they vote and why wouldn't you like vote early then I'm like no I'm getting mine in. I almost like didn't trust the day of stuff. I trust the day of stuff more so than the absentee. And if you look at it, the day of stuff is the stuff that's all out there. You voted the day of, correct, sir? So did you put your ballot in like a machine Mm -hmm. so it was like counted right away? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't, so need to, I don't know if you still get the mail it and you have to rely on someone to pick it up and the mail. Open it. Yeah, I just thought there's way more things to go wrong in an absentee than just being in person and turning in. Yeah, physically. Yeah. And like you see it. But, well, you know, whatever. Then it's still up to the machine. Hopefully it's coded right. I don't know. <laughs> I know. But, um, oh, well, I never thought about that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. on all these states where they still allege that they're still counting and opening up these, yeah, like. And then dumps or dump Trump's <laughs> Trump dump Trump. Claims that there's dumping of ballots. I don't know what that means, but they're just throwing them just away, just chucking them, just dumping them, taking dumps with them. Um, but you know, yeah, so they're still counting up in Pennsylvania, and they will be for the next couple of days in Michigan and all this other stuff. But I don't think Trump can catch Biden in any of the states that he needs to swing. The only one he's kind of close in would be Nevada. Uh, he's like eight thousand behind, which is what it says on the TV. Who know? Who really knows? But yeah, he's not going to catch him in any of the other ones. So I, it looks like a Biden. Is the winner. How does Trump react? We'll find out. He's going to contest it. And then he's probably I mean, like, what is the possibility of you think about this, Mike, um, that he claims that he is king of the country. He's no longer president. He is king of the country. Oligarch. Oligarch. That's a those are the Russians. What are the chances? Probability. King. I don't I don't think it's going to happen. Would that be kind of funny? Sure. Um, Yeah. King and queen of England like England does it. No, that's not going to happen. You don't think that's any chance? It's a funny thought, but no. I don't think he's going to say that, no. I think episode 37, I think that mm-hmm. there's a 37% chance that that could happen. Well, but is it, he's, oh, I'm the king now. I'm the king, so I'm I can't. I'm not the president, but I'm, I'm the king. No, fine, you voted me out, I'm no longer president, fine, but I will be king and Joe Biden will be president. But whatever, I mean, that's what rich people are in this country anyways, right? Right? Yes. Yeah. It's better just the, to... Yeah. The kings and the queens have all the riches and the gold. Yeah, they still are in control. So he'll, he's fine. They're still running the country, running the show. The rich people are. Yeah. Don't they, like, say he's bankrupt? All right, Michael. Yes. So, yeah, I think that they should have reported early results, like, ongoing. They like, should have counted, good. but not reported. So how I'm saying. You're saying report. Okay, I see what you're Why saying. Why not? 
Why not? Okay, this, you know, they report the coronavirus cases every day. <laughs> they do do that. But they haven't for the past few days. I haven't seen that. Interesting how that went away. Is it for Is it days? gone? Is it cured? There's been no cases the last couple days. No surges. No surges. Yeah, it's true. Everyone's out of the polls. All the polls I saw, there were lines all over the place. No one's going to be too worried. Yeah, that's the first time we've mass gathered. Huh. That's going to be spiking after that. Election day, coronavirus post spikes. Uh, all right, so get to know Joe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, and I did. You know, I felt like I got to know him today a little bit more doing some like research. Yeah. First of all, do you remember how old he is? Sure, I do. 78. Incorrect. 77. Maybe he'll be 78 when he takes office. He's 77. So he's 77 years young Mm -hmm. and he was born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Thunder Mifflin. Yeah. It's also the home of Dunder Mifflin. There you go. In the office. Yeah. So already now I'm like warming up. I'm like, okay, I have this like association. I like the office. Yeah, Joe that's is nice. from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Like that's enough, right? Mm-hmm. So we're done. That's all you needed. That's right? all you needed. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably friends with all those people. Michael Scott. And it's possible. Jim Halpert. And Pam. You know, maybe he worked for them briefly as for like an internship. Internship, sure. Before taking on a more like political uh, career. Sure. So. I don't know if that's true, but it's possible. It's possible. Anything is possible. Yeah. So if you go to JoeBiden.com, that's J-O-E, uh, Biden. Yeah. Not Joseph Biden. Okay. And Michael, I like typoed. I think I did like J, I did JoeBide.com, which is an insecure and non-secure site. And then it has like different it's like, like, it's like a dark links. Web. Yeah. Oh. It's weird. Joe Biden. I'm like, oh, shoot. Ooh. And th- careful. Joe Biden. I wonder how much that domain is they're trying to sell it is okay. what I'm saying. But okay. yeah, lots of traffic, I'm sure, to Joe Biden and then Joe Biden dot com. So his first thing, you know, how I'm going to save the world, because all these like websites like promoting the candidate, you know, say that they're planning to do this and that his first thing that he listed call to action was a seven point plan to beat covid. Seven. It's him and uh, Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. Kamala? It's Kamala Harris, yes. Is it Kamala? It's Kamala Harris. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. There's like seven different points. <laughs> stay healthy, stay happy, wash your hands. Yeah, lots yeah. of that. And then includes um, to implement, this is number seven of the seven point plan, implement mask mandates with the states. So I think that I just want to point this out that that's like misinterpreted by the right of like, oh, he's going to make you wear a mask. Like, mm-hmm. He actually can't do that. No. Like the states have to. Sure. And so his part of the plan and he not to say that he hasn't like called out and said, yes, I think that the whole mm-hmm. nation should be wearing masks. Yeah. However, he like can't do that as president. So like your states still have to. So like just slow your roll. If your state's already implemented it, nothing's changed for you. So that's a so now what you already know either way. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't like it, well, then your president is, you know, the current one that's in charge didn't stop that. I'm just calling that out. Yeah, call it out. I call it mask wearing anyways, just because, like, we've already been over. No one wears the right type of mask. No one keeps it on their face the whole time while they leave their house. Um, Where is a state that it's mandatory? California would be my guess. California. And so... And how is their surging? It's mandatory in all these businesses, too. They, they say you have to wear a mask to come into your business and then whatever. People are 
choosing to do it or not do it or barely wear it or have their nose open or i mean at my hotel I'm supposed to wear a mask well when i take a phone call i take my mask down you know and then oh do i put it up right away i might forget and walk around with my mask down a little bit so California does have a mask mandate, just okay. so, like let, we, I've confirmed that. And so the that's what I'm like saying, though, is like for the mask mandates, you know, like there's like over 30 states this week or, you know, in the past week that have had like an increase in reported cases. Oh, sure, yeah. And so some of those are states with mask mandates. Yeah, I know. But the masks are supposed to be the life saving game changer thing. Yeah. They're well, not. They're just not. Life-saving game changer is a stretch, Mike. However, it's just I'm pointing out that that's interesting. It, See, it, when it, you well, want to say yeah. something bluntly, but you um, don't want to be like. Polarizing. Polarizing. You say that's interesting. Yeah, you're trying to be nice about it. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Oh, well, I'll say I, I think masks are stupid. Oh and I voted, and I voted Biden people. But yeah. yeah. I think the coronavirus is stupid overall. Well, and Michael, the reaction to it has been stupid. Okay, well see now when you're now you're being polarizing and no, no, a turd. Well, I'm not. It's not stupid. It doesn't the overreaction is absurd. Based on the data? Based on the science? What are you saying? Based on the data and the science. Duh. Yeah, all of it. Michael, without giving any more detail. If you're healthy, <laughs> if you're healthy and you are, it's just like people, I don't know, I know some people, okay, at our daycare for, you know, someone comes in contact with someone, whether it's school, whether it's wherever, just that you have to be shut down, you have to be shut in for two weeks. These people have very little, um, Symptoms or a lot of them are asymptomatic, but they're still having to be like locked down for two weeks because they were in contact with someone, you know, mm -hmm. who may or may not have had it. That That's insane. Do we do that with the flu? Do we do that? It's, it's nuts. We don't do it currently with any, with other, any other thing ever. Thing. Correct. These, these viruses are all very similar, people. <laughs> that, that's all I know. If you yeah. don't want to die of the coronavirus, then if you're old, that's one thing that's out of your control. But all these other pre-existing things seem to be under. Don't smoke. Don't be fat. You know? Um, those seem to be the two big ones to me that I know of. Right. So, so I have an interesting thing to like, think, think about too. Mm -hmm. hmm, that's interesting. Uh, you know, what if your daycare or your school that you're sending your kid to like had a measles outbreak of like an old virus or something that we thought we had squashed? I'd be more worried about that. Would you? Yeah. Hand, foot, mouth, whatever. <laughs> but like, you know, it's not like there's protocol in place for something like that to where like, yep. If the classroom, somebody is contracts measles, then everyone else has to quarantine for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. And so how would you feel about that? Should we? And the thing is, is, though, like pre pandemic and covid had that had happened, there wouldn't have been oh, any no, sort of like shutdown. No, there wouldn't have been. Yeah, no, I would have thought it's absurd. Now, measles is not deathly, is it? Measles and what is measles like chicken pox? That's what I am imagining, but I feel like it's a little bit more serious. But it's so like you know no yeah it, it like doesn't exist because I'm thinking like we're all people, vaccinated for it or people what? were social distancing back then. That's, what it was. <laughs> right. That's how they got rid of it. Yes, and they wore masks. Uh huh. Exactly. 
So maybe that's not the best analogy, but you know what I'm saying? It's like any other virus, we don't have protocol of like shutdown and quarantine and like mm-hmm. keep people like in separate. Yeah. Um, yeah. This And just the six feet thing. Get the hell out of here with that. That is absurd and arbitrary. Get out. That's not doing anything. Well, six feet where you're seeing lines. Shush up. I always deliberately, even at the polling, I do a four feet. I always get I see the six feet and I go to two feet closer. Michael, it's just it's this is all just fake. I think things I think I just I really think that. So. Look, OK, so with the six feet thing, I'm more like they had to give some sort of recommendation, like keep your distance from people it's who could pl- potentially it's, be sick. It's placebo. It's placebo. Yeah. Say if someone's sneezing and has a runny nose and a cough, you're not going to go up and get in their grill. That's called a cold, you know, same thing. You're not going to do that either, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's just this whole thing has been very silly to me. Again, Mm. I voted Biden. I'm talking like this, but that's how I feel about it. Okay. Well, let's continue to get to know Joe. Because I don't politicize stuff. I didn't politicize the coronavirus, you know? A lot of people who think like me about the coronavirus would vote Trump. Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of my what your conflicting thing right is don't you feel that i, I don't like that trump. party the left the democrats politicized, politicized they did which this. is which was frustrating to me um but i still have more in common with democrats and just trump i don't want my kids to grow up to be like donald trump they grow up to be like joe biden that seems that seems to be all right so far as you know. As far as I know. Well, let's get to know him. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> well, what else was I like looking at? Well, you know, he has all these like things of like the Biden plan to blah, blah, blah. OK. All right. So like Michael, foreign affairs. What is that? Oh, man, that can be many things. <laughs> I'm, sure, I, I'm sure Donald Trump has said many of those. That's probably how he met his wife, Melania. Was a foreign affair. Uh, was I, it? I guarantee you that's exactly what a foreign affair. An affair mm-hmm. with a foreign person. Um, no, foreign affairs is yeah, your relations with the other countries in the world. And just your interactions with the rest of the world. Very good. Yes. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on our foreign affairs in the past four years? Haven't been great. I don't think there's been any positive. He has this tariff deal going on with China. If you talk to Republican people, they say, yeah, that, that's been great. Talk to the left and said, no, I have no idea if the tariffs have been good or bad. Do you with China? No. But that's, I, been, like, that's been like the biggest thing, this tariff war with China. How he's seen, then he had, he had like a little bro crush there with uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un, which was bizarre. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, that was weird. And then I think, in, I think Europe, I think the other countries that are most like the United States, Europe, and also Canada think he's a huge joke donald trump um so yeah i think our stature in the world has decreased and for foreign affairs i'd probably give us a c minus to a d plus over the past four years so room for improvement plenty of room for improvement yeah okay i i don't like china i do i don't know what china is like the next second biggest world power and threat to america i do kind of agree with that um i don't know what to do about china I think they are evil. I think that is an evil empire over there, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, not the people of China, not Chinese people, but the whatever it is, the, the people in charge of the government. Runs is it bad. And yeah. 
controls them. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Um, yeah, I don't, we, we need to watch out for China. Sure. <laughs> and so, so, right, there's room for yeah. improvement, but it's just like strategically, how do you do that? It's, and it's not, tough. you know. You don't yeah. want to start a huge, insane war, yeah, so. No, and it's like, yeah, you have to realize like China has tried to like um, grow itself and making us like rely on their products. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. just like, hmm, maybe we need to revisit or think that. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. But with globalization, it's challenging. Very. All right. So what do you believe about being stuff being made in the USA? Yeah, I wish there was more of that. Companies don't do that because it is more expensive and it takes away from their profit. I know, Michael. See, I like this idea, though, of like everything being made in the USA, like partnering with a brand that really, truly does that. Well, the, truly, if I like wanted to make any product, like anything I can think of, right, I want to make pretty much like everything I'm looking at, even in this room has to do with like being an import. Sure. So that's I know. is American apparel is that all America? <laughs> I feel like it was at some time. Are they even still alive? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They do make soft shirts though. American apparel, yeah, they do. Yeah. Very like there's still like no one can compare. It's very mm. bizarre to me. I'm like, gosh, what any soft shirt that I've ever had that I'm like, gosh, this is different. I really do love this shirt. I always check and I'm like, yeah, it's American apparel. You know, yeah. like when you have like the shirts made for different like promotions and stuff. Okay. The best yeah. ones are American Apparel. Nice. That's always so soft. Michael, all right, made in the USA, which great segue to immigration. Well, that was one of my big things why I typically vote Democrat. Um, Pro-immigration. Um, I think immigrants are good for the country. Um, I have employees and coworkers that are immigrants hardworking, honest people, very family oriented, like way more family oriented than uh, Americans are. Um, many of these immigrants, it's just literally all about their family. They everything they work for their family. All their free time is with their family. Everything's family oriented. I think we can actually learn a lot from them. Um, and yeah, it's just good to be around different cultures. Uh, and they're coming to America fleeing violence um, like they have no other choice. There aren't jobs. They can't live in these places. They don't want to travel thousands of miles on foot and leave their home to some country, but they're being forced to. Um, and then the way that Trump portrayed immigrants, uh, you know, they're just coming over here and committing crimes and murdering and raping people, whatever he was saying um, is complete BS. And yeah, I was never a big fan of that. So uh I, I don't know what he's done. He made ICE a lot more stronger. Um, just watching some documentaries, ICE goes and they've got something out for one person. But then if there's other illegals in the household, they can just swipe them up, all 10 of them, and send them back to their country. You know, no no explanation needed. Um, so, they yeah, they just made the lives of immigrants, I know, much more stressful and anxious. Um, and all the immigrants I know are just hardworking, honest, great people. So. I actually on JoeBiden.com mm. really liked their section on talking about the plan and stuff. I like how it says this specifically. The plan, the Biden plan, for securing our values as a nation of immigrants. Exactly. And we are a nation of immigrants. Yeah. Like, just remember that. Mm-hmm. 
And that should be like a cool thing about the United States. Like, mm -hmm. I don't realize that. Like, and we should have like more pride around that, that we are yeah. a nation of immigrants. Like, that actually sounds really cool. Like, we're the number one nation, GDP, you know, we like pitch yeah, ourselves yeah, as like yeah. the strongest, most powerful. The richest country. Well. Yeah, the richest country. And then it's like, yeah. And that's built on like immigrants. No, like, for sure. All of us oh. are influenced by that besides like the i don't even know the politically correct term can you say native americans native americans you can say that yeah you okay. can't say the what the washington football team used to be called got it yeah. well yeah i potato know skins, that the washington potatoes but i swear you can't say indians oh yeah you can't sit indian style it's crisscross applesauce yeah yeah that's what you're probably mixing it up with right but just know. they're native americans okay which is fine they always have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, there was other... So they're not immigrants. Well, correct. what you're trying to say when you say... When you were talking about them, I didn't know why you brought them up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless your ancestors were native to these shores yeah. or forcibly enslaved and brought here as part of our original sin as a nation, most Americans can trace their family history back to a choice. A choice of to leave behind everything that was familiar in search of new opportunities and a new life. There you go. I like that. Christopher Columbus. Oh, no, no. He's, he's bad. I can't believe we sell Columbus Day. Talk about measles. I'm pretty sure he brought it over with a bunch of other disease. Definitely. Um, and then, like, calling out building the wall, too. That's so stupid. And they built, like, half a wall and wasted tens of billions of dollars, I believe. Yeah. And, like, I never... Absurd. Just what? It's between like that was annoying, and then yeah, like you were saying, the just spending the money to like deport people back. No, yeah, these are nonviolent, not criminals. They say it's it's a it's a crime to come here legally. That's their crime. That's why you, <sighs> you <laughs> yeah. can't. You're not legal when you come here, and the actual process of coming here legally is so asinine and expensive and long. Th that that's not the crime. That's not a crime. Uh, that is the crime. I just can't stand when people say that. I also read today, too, that, like, it's estimated that, like, over half of the people who are here, quote unquote, illegally are, like, actually came here legally. It's just their visas expired. Sure. Which yeah. they, like, might have done intentionally, you know, with that in mind. But just then, again, you know, somebody, like, went through the process of, like, coming yeah. here with a visa. Exactly. Like... And like the, they, they expire and then you have to like win some sort of lottery to even be able to have a chance to stay or something. It's it's very tough. Um, and it's become tougher since Trump's been under Trump's administration. Right. And so, you know, I, I just I really do appreciate reading the on Joe Biden's um, website, the stuff about the immigration. Like, how could you like not agree with these initiatives? Oh, for sure. Just with in the mind of just like helping other people who yeah are like coming here clearly because uh, no they're like option. terrified. Yeah. You know, yeah, there is no other no option, option. Yeah, it's or the last option they have. And even if it wasn't, it's like the best option they have is well, like how I perceive best. that, too. Yeah. yeah. And so and it's because they like want to like live. They just want to yeah, live. live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, OK, like then like I need to help you, you know. Yeah. So um, that was... you don't get to pick what country you're born in. All you American people. You just we're lucky to be born here in America. 
Oh, yeah. He had a one in whatever small chance. So, yeah, we were born here. We're lucky. Other pe- most people are not born here. They can come here. It's okay. Right. Relax. <laughs> we can. Non-anti-immigrant people. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Uh, what are your views on schools? I saw Donald Trump in his speech the other day. Schools need to be open. I see. I do agree with that. Schools need to be open. No virtual learning. That's not learning. Yeah, we need to be in schools. The one part where I do agree somewhat with, I do see how if there's older teachers that maybe have health or underlying conditions, because I know a lot of the kids are asymptomatic. I'm not worried about kids getting it or becoming sick with it or dying from it at all. Um, but there are some teachers that say, oh, here's here's my uh, whatever. They're writing their obituaries, giving it to the principals. because They feel like it's a death sentence. You know, if they have to teach these kids um, and be exposed to the kids. Okay. Uh, which, again, it's uh, less than 1% chance that they would contract it and die because that's the chance that you get the coronavirus and die. But are you opening yourself up a little bit more to some danger there if you're a teacher? I, I, I could I could see it, I guess, how they how they could feel that way, certain teachers. So maybe that's why. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? It's, yeah, the, <laughs> how do you say this? So, like, you know, you're playing, like, the, the it's less than 1% chance that mm-hmm. you would contract can- coronavirus and die, mm-hmm. right? Just generally speaking. Just, like, it's a less than 1% chance for, like, a lot of things that mm-hmm. could happen to you and you would die. Yeah. So that's why you just, like, have to, like, gauge it, right? Yeah. And so the you know teachers that would like be afraid of that they're just like living in like a fear thing when not maybe they need to like put it in perspective too like hey the likelihood of you dying of this is just as much as the likelihood of Mm -hmm. you dying of this are you not going to come to your job now because you might get in a car accident accident, are you not going to come to your job now because you might get electrocuted from your blow dryer falling in the Mm -hmm. bathtub like (laughs) you know there's all these like variables Mm -hmm. and so that's what you kind of have to put it in perspective yeah i like that Mm -hmm. so okay so yeah schools need to be open those teachers need to put it in perspective um and yeah, and I yeah. don't, I don't like, I just can't like be responsible for somebody else's like health, just like they can't be responsible for mine, right? Like the, mm-hmm. it's no, it's not the teacher's fault if I get cancer tomorrow. No. So I don't know. Like, it's, yeah. Okay. Okay. I gotcha. And, and so that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Uh, schools need to be open. And yeah, Drake is doing great in kindergarten. Quentin's doing great in daycare. So it's yeah. all good. Um, Climate, Mike. Oh, man. Climate change. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of been pushed back on the back burner. I don't. <clears throat> climate change. I've been climate. all I've been all over this over the past years, you know. Um, I think a lot of people talk a big game and I'm calling out Democrats when it comes to climate change. Go on. They say there's climate change. OK. They say something needs to be done about it. OK. Uh, but are they doing anything about it? I mean, what, what are you doing? Well, what are they doing? It's just the footprint. The footprint of every human being is nuts. And the amount of waste we and energy and whatever we use on a just day to day to day basis is out of control. Um, so you'd be giving up a lot of these luxuries and stuff if you really cared about it. 
Uh, so I don't know. And I think that's an excellent point, right? Mm -hmm. Because now we have experienced and witnessed how quickly mandates for different things can all of a sudden happen at the snap of a finger. We have to like, we're changing behaviors and shutting stuff down and doing things that like, we're not the same the day before. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like the government has like the power to technically do that. So why can't that be like for styrofoam? Why can't we just be like, you know what? No more styrofoam, period. Okay. And just deal with it. Like, just stuff like that. Like, Because yeah. I, I get what you're saying about like, calling out. Like, we know styrofoam's bad, but we're still, like, giving our carryout containers. Oh, yeah. You know, the carryout business <laughs> is booming. I bet the styrofoam business is booming still because you're providing these, like, that, like, we've gotten a lot more carryout. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so I just, like, think about this stuff of, like, you're saying footprint and trash and stuff. Just trash. And then it all goes in a giant landfill somewhere. I mean... It's bizarre. Yeah. Like, there are things that we could definitely do a lot quicker versus just hoping that, like, the consumer um, desires a product that and, like, a company that serves them stuff that's sustainable. Mm -hmm. And, like, making the consumer do the work to find those products and brands and that kind of thing. Okay. It's, okay. It it's a two-way street, right? The consumer, like, I don't know, like... It's annoying to me that like companies would not be providing or like thinking about that stuff for packaging and just all that. Yeah. And then maybe they are, but they're also not. It's not a hundred percent. No, right? not hundred percent. No way. Amazon, for example, I think has been, um, you know, is becoming more considerate of packaging. And you know, they have Amazon yeah. Prime, and so like you can get shipped like anything you want and it can be just that one thing but then it has to come and you know an item that you're really not going to throw away like to protect it right like the packaging yeah. of whatever that is the envelope and stuff and i feel like amazon could like afford to figure out how to like ship only items on amazon prime should only be allowed to ship if it's like can be shipped in a biodegradable mm -hmm. packaging Okay. Cause then, like something, if the Amazon did something like that, yeah. and all these companies are relying on like Amazon to sell their product, like they would change their behavior. And... Sure, that's how it have to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, cause yeah, so Trump rolled back stuff that Obama had done, and it's just what is it? it's all about emissions, right? Fossil fuel emissions or whatever. Uh, on what? I mean, what 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 did he? He's not part of the Paris deal or something. Blah blah blah. To have your emissions down by whatever year. Yeah. Who's checking these emissions you know and what happens if you are over emitting yeah and it's just it, it seems arbitrary and then oh there's this hurricane or there's, there's these fires and then the news says yeah climate change is not real is it okay no okay so it's real but what are we what what's the steps the honest steps um you know i don't think that there are these basic steps to be taken um, I think it's just up to each person and every human. There's just so much waste. It's just everything. It's we just could, so much waste. We could be way more aggressive about it, too. Like, it mm -hmm. could be really something just be like, hey, you know what? In six years, we have to be completely on clean energy. Yeah. Something okay. crazy like that where yeah. it sounds like, actually, that'd be really hard to do. But, like, if you made it, like, more urgent, like, it would get 
done. Not just like in 2043, mm-hmm, you know, you mm-hmm. say out this like number and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to behave or act any different now until I like have to. Yeah, no, that'd be good. And I know like you also have to set like realistic goals, but whatever. Okay, if we fail and don't get completely 100% clean energy in six years, but we're like 80% there, that's a huge wave yeah, of yeah. difference. And like, again, we can, because like I've seen now the way the government can work. Of, like, mandates and... Quick, yeah. The, quick. Shut, the shutdown. What? Shutdown stuff. Okay. Then say it's, like, something... Call out something that's, like, nearly impossible to do. But, like, we should be able to, like, take... I'm like, you know what? Okay. You've set the bar really high. We can do it. I guess, yeah. That, that'd be better than, I feel like, what takes place now. So... Yeah. yeah. Cl- climate change is real. I mean, sure. And I think it's human-based. Um, that's just what humans are. They're, like... We're just... We're not efficient beings. We're very wasteful. Um, and, and you can just yeah. improve, right? Like, okay, I don't, I don't what know if that. you throw out, throw it out and say climate change isn't real? Don't you still want, like, your energy sources to be clean? clean. Yeah, but <laughs> like, only so much of the world can you look. You just look at, like, just again, India and China. How many people? China claims to have, you know, all these electronic vehicle stipulations that they're going to be meeting within the next 20 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, India, the slums of India, you know, it's like millions and millions of people. I don't know. I don't know just how much of the world can even do it of the industrialized world or whatever that even means. But, um, well, then we should be the leader in it and yeah, try it first. That's what the Paris at. Yeah. You're part of the Paris accord or whatever that Trump, yeah, he's not a part of that now, which is all Europe and stuff. Um, I don't know what they actually do. And again, I don't know who's tracking these numbers and stuff. I, I, I don't know. You know what he also did this week or in the past week was like allowed fracking again somewhere. Did you read that? Yeah, he's he's pro fracking. I know that, which is not an environmentally sound um, practice. No, I was uh, just, like, why would you even? And it's, it's all it's backwards. all it's all about jobs. Yeah, it's just because there's a fracking industry. And yeah, I don't know. Okay, and are that's, we still doing coal? Is that a thing? Is there still coal miners in West Virginia? Sure. Hmm. Yeah, there's all. It's all still existing, but it's like, no, we should be working to like make sure that that like we don't have to have people no. mining coal. No. Yeah. I'm sorry, coal yeah, that, miners, that, but like bad, you yeah, know backwards. that like that's not even like a healthy job. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so again, like I like throw out climate change. Don't even think about that. It's just more of like. No, you should want clean energy. Yeah, just common sense. Yeah, I common agree with sense, that. It's right? right? clean air and like you should take care of the planet. We should. Yeah, humans, I don't know. And again, I think we do like to talk a big game, but just the actual change in your daily habits, you know, I, we're not good at that. Well, maybe, Michael, then we have to like not get carry out anymore unless it's in a biodegradable thing. Oh, guess we call and you Container. ask. You ask about their whatever. We should, and I know, like I know when I get the biodegradable containers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. Those it's in different cities than Des Moines. It's in like larger cities. A couple places in Des Moines cities. do, and I will. I get. I'd have to do my research. Well, that's good. But there are like I need to start looking. Yeah, for there that. are a couple. You're right. I know what you're saying. Oh man! Yay! Biodegradable container friendly biodegradable how long are we talking six ten years how long does it take to biodegrade it 
in the landfill that it ends yeah, up Yeah, what in. is considered biodegradable? I don't know. I would expect What about all these dumps that Corlin's been taking? In those diapers? Yeah. Those biodegrade. Oh, okay. They're honest diapers. They are honest. They're made of corn, apparently. They have have really cute prints. They are cute. All right, Michael. uh, Racial economic equity. Have I talked about it? It's very inequitable. That's my biggest uh, political beef, whatever, is uh, income inequality. What are you talking about? Racial inequality? I mean, that's all. Yeah, all of it. Well, there's this whole country is very unequal um, and unequal. And when I talk to a lot of my friends who are all, you know, kind of middle class, we've been born privileged. They they die talk about, you know, poor people and they're born poor and how they can't really make their way out of poor. Um, this country's not a lot of opportunity um, because they're just stuck with these low paying wages. They say, oh, well, they they don't understand. It's all relative. They're not looking to live lives like us. They're happy to be in their apartment and have cable and Internet and have heat um, and air conditioning. And that that's content. And I, I think that's more you're just kind of rationalizing that to maybe help you sleep at night. I don't know. Correct. Um, that's insane. Yeah. That, Who that's said insane. that? People people say that the I think very well to do people, I think, um, that have been fortunate and maybe just been born into it. Um, and then the people that have been born poor, it's not their choice. Um, that's how they rationalize it. Maybe I, I, don't, I don't know. But uh, what do I think about that? I think it's awful. I think it's a joke. I think that it's uh, someone can buy a car or a handbag or a piece of jewelry who's rich. And that may be, you know, that's more than someone working their ass off for 30 years at these low wages. It's more than they make in their entire lifetime. Someone who bought a you know three hundred thousand dollar piece of jewelry or car or something like that right um and it's it's yeah it's nuts <laughs> it's insane you think you think about the haves and the have not just the the gap is insane and it and it's when it widens it's widening all the time the rich are getting richer and the poor are stuck or getting poorer i think there should be a cap on how much you can earn and a minimum wage should raise we talked about minimum wage for certain people like an age group, this is their full-time job. I'm not talking about like 16-year-olds sitting around at Arby's or whatever. Right. So. Right. Well, like it, Mike. I'm going to end um, with the guns. Guns. Oh, guns are... I am not a gun guy. Sorry for all the gun people out there, which I'm sure there's not much gun people listening to this thing right now. But uh, the right to bear arms was, was not talking about guns as we know them today. Arms and guns, those are two different things. The right to bear arms, we're talking like muskets and stuff to like protect yourself from a tyrannical government or something coming coming after you. Um, but yeah, guns today. Guns kill. I don't know. But yeah. People say that you know, people guns don't kill, people kill. Well, okay, it's the crazy person pulling the gun, sure, but um, if the crazy person didn't have the gun, then they wouldn't kill me. Like when I'm walking around or if I'm just at my job, any of our jobs or our schools, you know, a crazy person with a gun can just literally come up to me or you at your work. I'm at a front desk. Someone can just walk in. If they have a gun and want to shoot me, that's going to happen. You know? Mm-hmm. Nothing I can do about it. Um, so what am I trying to say there? I don't like that idea. If they come at me with a knife or any other weapon, I have a chance. But a gun is just so lethal. What about that? A- it's, that is over like that. And there's so many, multiple people can be killed the gun um especially semi-automatic and automatic guns and weapons that the right they try to like they get upset when we just want to outlaw semi-automatic weapon guns when they want to outlaw that that 
you're infringing on my Second Amendment right. No, we are not. Yeah. There were no semi-automatic guns back then when this stuff was read. Get, get a grip. You don't need that. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hate guns. I wish they're completely outlawed. I think they're completely outlawed in Australia or something like that. Um, and, yeah, it's been a good thing for the society. A society without guns is a very good and a much better society. But this is America. People love their guns. And they love to be obese, too, and unhealthy. And drunks as well. Michael. I saw, I'm just, I'm calling them out. And here and you are. And not family oriented, I feel like. People act like these right, no, they're not family oriented. We're not, we're not family oriented enough. Um, and guns shouldn't be in a household with kids, ever. I don't care if you talk about, you got a safe or whatever. There should be, you, I hear about guns and accidents all the time. Some Eight-year-old brother shot their brother. I, I hear about it all. You always hear these stories all the Did time. Did you know statistically, like, there is, it's, I would need to Google mm -hmm. the percentage exactly, but, like, the likelihood of, like, you using the gun and, like, hurting yourself accidentally Much is actually higher, higher than, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> using it to protect yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's what, it, like, you are less likely to use it to protect yourself, which is a good thing, Right. I yeah I guess you know yeah. if you're like trying to like think of it that way but still just and I'm 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 all right with hunters I'm all right with hunters the hunting aspect of guns and stuff that that's a little bit different I'm talking about handguns semi-automatic stuff um, yeah guns that you don't use for hunting yeah deer pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> like... Fe pheasant I'm all right with hunters and the guns and that sort of thing um, so that I'm not I wanted to make that. Uh, whatever. Right. And I... How, Clear. How automatic are those hunting guns? I don't know. They're not. And they're not. No. I don't think they are at all. It's just more of like you got your, your scope or something and... I say I don't know much about it. Me either. I, I, don't, I don't really know. But they're not taking... Like, isn't there... What's the one that, like, is always now used in the mass shootings? It's like the AK-47 or something. Like, I can go buy one of those, correct? Pretty sure, yeah. And what the hell? That's insane. <laughs> no, that should be outlawed. Yeah, well, it's just not necessary. It's not. That's not. That's not what the framers of the Constitution, the right to bear arms, was not how it's interpreted yeah. by the NRA people. Correct. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. I think that this has been an interesting episode. Uh, it was titled OK, Now What? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, Biden. Biden is going to be the president, which I predicted. And it's who I voted for. Uh, he doesn't have the Senate. Republicans still do pretty good with all the other, other stuff. I, I don't know now what I, I don't think that much is going to change now that Trump's out. A lot of people hated Trump. So and Trump's not even out yet. And is he actually going to leave? I, I have a hard time picturing that, too. 37% chance he claims to be king, king of the country. Okay. Well, he's be king of the country, yes. But, um, so, yeah, okay, now what? Yeah, there's a big question mark. And the whole virus, corona, you know, we're still in 2020, so this is... It this, ain't over. It's not, it's not over. Is Christmas canceled? <sighs> No, because Trump will no. still technically be in office. It's not canceled. No, Christmas isn't canceled. <laughs> so, so I just learn to love your enemy. Well, can't we all just get along? Yeah. Yeah, we can and we should. All right. Well, with that, stay safe. 
Stay healthy. And please wash your hands. And please wash your hands.